Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast, Inclusive Occupations, sharing stories of not just being invited to the party, but dancing. My name is Savita Sundar and I'm an occupational therapist. I help people succeed in the job of living. Occupations are pretty much everything we do to occupy ourselves meaningfully. Social participation is one of the major occupations of life. This podcast is for occupational therapists who strive to address the social participation needs of their clients and dream of an inclusive world for people of all abilities. Stemming from the core belief that each and every one of us is interconnected, inclusion is beyond just being together. True inclusion happens when we notice the needs of one another and step up to do something about it. Individuals with disabilities are more likely to be excluded from fully participating in all of life's occupations. This podcast is dedicated to the cause of creating a truly inclusive society for these individuals by raising awareness, increasing knowledge, and inspiring action. So in our first episode today, I'd like to talk about a very helpful tool for school-based occupational therapy practitioners. Before I tell you what the tool is, I'd like to share a story with you. So many years ago, in my early days as a school-based OT, I worked in a school that embraced a very inclusive culture. So I worked with a special education teacher, Mrs. Boyer, who taught kindergarten to second grade children with complex needs. They were all in a self-contained classroom. And Mrs. Boyer would invite older kids from fourth grade to volunteer in our program. Now, a couple of girls were particularly interested in visiting Mrs. Boyer's class, and um, one of our little friends, Jimmy, was completely enamored by these girls. He would get so excited when they walked into the classroom. Now, I had been working with Jimmy ever since he started preschool on the same campus. Uh, He had come a long way from not walking and not touching anything to um, climbing and running and playing with all kinds of toys. However, Jimmy was still not feeding himself. This was a priority for his parents. It was one of his IEP goals and we were all working very hard to get him to use a spoon and he refused to do it. Not that he had any underlying motor problems that, you know, caused an inability to feed himself, but it was just a habit that he was holding on quite dearly. One day, one of these girls walked into the classroom, looked at Jimmy and said, hey Jimmy, I have yogurt too, let's eat. And the flow of the excitement that he was in, Jimmy simply picked up his spoon and started feeding himself like he had been doing that forever. While our jaws were down to our knees, that incident made an impact in my career. I've seen such amazing moments several times throughout my my career in, in, in schools And I realized at that moment that while I had many different tools and tricks in my OT bag, I did not have typical peers who can do magic. The tool that I'd like to introduce you to is called peer-mediated intervention. And I'd like to talk to you about peer-mediated intervention as a means to address social skills in children who have limited social participation. Now, in today's uh, podcast, I'm going to share with you why social skills are important, how Peer-mediated intervention can effectively address social participation and therefore promote an authentic inclusion. And finally, I'm going to discuss this as an option for occupational therapy practitioners as they facilitate social participation in schools. Now, if you are a school-based OT practitioner, it's highly likely that you service a large majority of children who have limited social skills, especially those children who fall under the autism spectrum. 
Now, when children have inadequate social skills, there is an increase in problem behaviors, there is an increase in the likelihood of maladaptive behaviors later in life, and there is a decrease in the positive learning opportunities that one has through successful peer relationships. So what is peer-mediated intervention? Just as it sounds, it's an approach where socially competent peers are given the education and training to facilitate interaction with those who lack those skills. Now, social learning theory says that learning occurs when behavior is modeled and reinforced. That's why inclusive learning is considered best practice. However, just being physically put together does not always create interactions between peers. Most studies show that without interventions, kids with autism will not attend to peer models and without interventions, peer models will prefer to initiate interactions with other typically developing peers. Kids with autism are less likely to initiate social interactions if their peers are not initiating it. So building these skills in peers early on can facilitate inclusion as children progress in school together and grow up to be colleagues, neighbors, friends and partners of adults in the autism spectrum. Now, why is this important for occupational therapists? Now, school-based OTs have traditionally addressed foundational sensory motor skills that affect school participation. However, advances in technology have certainly made us question the importance of these skills for long-term student success. In 2016, Leaguer et al. did a survey of 112 OTs across the nation these were all school-based OTs, and he found that, and, and they found that um, less than half indicated that they understood their role in addressing social participation, and more than 57% expressed a desire that desire for greater understanding and the skills to do so. The needs of the 21st century are different, and our practice must change to address more pressing needs. Peer-mediated intervention is one of the 27 accepted evidence-based instructional strategies for children with autism spectrum disorder, and it will be very good for us as OTs to equip ourselves with the knowledge and skills to facilitate peer-mediated interventions in schools. And we can do this collaboratively with other school personnel. Our efforts in this area will, grow, will go a long way to promote an inclusive future society for the students we serve. Thank you all for being here today with me, and I look forward to talking to you in more episodes down the road.